In August of 2021, Max and Clayton made a promise to watch 100 movies within one year. Half of the films were watched for Critical Darlings, and half watched on their own damn time. Now the boys meet together again after an entire year apart to break down the good, the bad, and the movie. Starring... Clayton as Clayton Chalman. Max as Max Foster. Scruff as McDuff. And Doug Cockle as Goosh. This, this is Critical Darling's 100 Billion Movie Recap. This movie is horny as shit. <laughs> Their assholes are always out. It's mm. insane. Airtight awesome. I'm psychic in many ways. That guy's had like three sandwiches this week. Let's fucking kill him. <laughs> that was, in a word, insane. Welcome wait, back. Wait, wait, welcome welcome back, back again, once again, to Critical, Critical Darlings. Darlings. I'm Max Foster. I'm Clayton Shelman. And this is Critical, Critical Darlings. Darlings. Uh, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a Seagram's Jamaican Me Happy. Ooh, what is it's that? Like? What is it? It's it's lemon, strawberry, watermelon, and guava flavors. Is it alcoholic? Yes. Nice. What's what the alcohol? Uh, Seagram's are very light. This is three point two percent. Oh, that's nothing. That's yes. awesome. Um, I'm currently drinking, uh, I don't know the brand, but it's uh, like Arnold Palmer. It's like Arnold Palmer stuff. Because I, sweet tea, I'm sweet tea from dusk till dawn every single day. But today I was in the grocery store and I was like, maybe I should change it up. Maybe a citrus, maybe it could give me a kick I need, you know, to get me started in the morning. So I'll see, I'll see if I like this Arnold Palmer. I like it a lot now. But I'll see if maybe the enamel it kind of bites away at that. Maybe I'll maybe I'll change that. You know? Hell yeah! I see you. Yeah. You've got a you've got a little Bimo glass. Yeah. It's Bimo. I have a Bimo cup. Time. So my birthday was a month ago. I'm 23 now. Kill me. Yeah. Seriously, ice pick in my throat, dude. But my friend got me a Bimo cup, but nice. I didn't get it until yesterday. Oh. Um. So I got it now. Yeah. And I like it a lot. It's already like so fucked up, and the paint's coming off. But that's okay because did the, you get it like that, or have you just put, I did putting get it, it like I wear and tear. did get it like that. I got it yesterday, so I put it all through insane wear and tear. The paint's already coming off. No, it's chipping off. It's hardly even looking like Bimo. Can't even recognize the guy. Poor little guy. I can't even recognize the motherfucker. But it's it's kind of this sea the sea green. Fucker. Did you watch? How much Adventure Time did you watch? Not much. I would watch it. When I was younger, like just when it was on, yeah, um, but not consistently. And I think probably by the time like Flame Princess showed up, I was not you were really out. watching. You were watching much of any of it. You were probably watching like Better Call Saul. The yeah, I went straight to Better Call Saul at that point. Skip Breaking Bad. Probably watching porn by that time. Yeah, I th- I think there was probably overlap between when I watch porn and when I watch Adventure Time. Yeah, probably. Probably so. Right out of breath at that thought. <laughs> I just love porn. You man. love it, dude. Uh, I have seen all of Adventure Time because during quarantine I watched all of Regular Show, all of Adventure Time, all of Gravity Falls, and um, yeah, I have seen it all. I like it. Definitely great, great show. Middle seasons, complete dip. Horrible Valley. At the end of it, great. Damn, Luke Gasky, friend of the show, has yeah. told me about. A plot line in the show where Finn is <laughs> forcing his girlfriend to get into fights with Ice King because it's making him horny. It is erotic to him in his mind. Yeah. God. So I. So this is what I think about that. <laughs> uh huh. Obviously, 
it's such a weird thing for okay our light is flickering it's fucking haunted right we're now getting, we're, there, there's a haunt happening there paranormal activities happening to us zinger <laughs> you're gonna hear about that later on the podcast probably not what it's, not, it might, it's, it's my top one. Oh my god but so i, I think, think i may have a paranormal activity somewhere on mine on your lit on in your top tens or bottom ten Maybe. I'm excited to hear. We'll have to see. Well, we'll have to see. But I, I definitely think, obviously, it's bad for the character of Finn to do that. Uh-huh. But I think it was such an interesting thing to write because it's like, because uh-huh. the whole show, like, eventually they decide to stop pretending he's a kid and he starts to grow up in the show. Like, so he is, I think he's like 16, I think, or 17 by the time the show okay. ends, maybe. I would have did that when I was 16. Yeah. <laughs> so I just think it's so interesting to make Finn a very rounded character and to start doing very bizarre weird things uh-huh. um it also makes it yeah. he's a kid he's grown up in a world of bloodshed <laughs> like he's he been fight people. he's yeah. fighting for his life as a little child yeah like what is he 12 when the show starts i get i think so he's 12 or 13 he's yeah, like he so be. young and so i feel like that would have to fuck with you growing up for sure and yeah. Also, there's a point. There's an episode where he feels very empty inside, so he goes around kissing all the princesses because uh-huh. he. Which again, I think obviously <laughs> Finn shouldn't do that as a character. Uh huh. But to write an episode like that, that's such an interesting thing for your character to explore. It is very much like, isn't this a cartoon? Like a children's cartoon. Uh huh. But it's like, I mean, yeah, when he's like some person who's been lauded as a hero, he's just going around trying to find physical gratification through using other people as objects and none of the as far as i remember none of the princesses are like they never feel hurt by it they he just kisses them but i just think it's a very interesting thing to write to write your character to do and i Uh thought it pay it pays off by the end of the show like as part of his growth Uh but i definitely understand why luke in particular hates that episode Uh (laughs) both of them yeah, it is weird. It also like finding that out for me. It just seems like <laughs> such a departure from like anything that I would have seen in Adventure Time. Well, there is one where Princess Bubblegum, or let me say, Flame Princess discovers that Princess Bubblegum is infiltrating Flame Princess's kingdom, like Flame Kingdom, because Flame Princess has nuclear weapons or something oh. like weapons of mass Wait, destruction. Wh- okay, like the fire, ver- like the cartoon version of that. Uh-huh. And Bubblegum is trying to. I think destroy them so that Bubblegum would be the only one powerful in the in the world or whatever. Oh my so like, god! So it's like Bubblegum is trying to maintain her like lead over like the most powerful kingdom. It's just uh-huh. really interesting. Like once the the show started just running out of things to talk about, they yeah, just I mean, got really that all sounds interesting. I feel like I would be like maybe a little bit more interested in a show that is Fuck. like just in that world that's a little more like ready to explore the different aspects of the world that are not pertaining to Finn. Yeah, definitely. I, and so I feel like I'm sure there is something out there like that, but like a cartoon somewhere between adventure time and invincible where it's not like bloody and gory, like invincible, but it is a bit more like butcher than a uh-huh. Cartoon network show. Like a game uh, of Thrones that takes place in adventure time world. Yeah. 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 Cause Steven universe kind of had a lot of elements of that too, especially in one of the episodes in Steven Universe Future, the spinoff show, where they just straight up diagnosed him with PTSD. Like, it, <laughs> <laughs> she, like there's like a, like a thing where... What's the what's the T from? Um, like, <laughs> basically, she's like, have you been through any trauma? Yeah, and Steven is like, well... And then he goes from episode one to, like, 
present, but then he's interrupted in the middle. But he's like, I watched my friend die. I, gar- I watched Garnet die. I watched Amethyst die. I watched Pearl die. Um, I watched myself turn into Massive a cat. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it was like, a- <laughs> it was like in episode four or five, like one of them just gets poofed or something. I don't know. Like something happens. Uh-huh. Um, but like, it's like everything he's ever witnessed in every episode, all the trauma and him having to hurt people and stuff. And uh-huh. he's like, and the doctor is like, yeah, you know, whenever bad things happen to you, you have an increase in cortisol in your brain. And it's like, what are we, <laughs> what are we talking about right now? <laughs> but it's, it's, it's really good. I really like it, but it's uh-huh. so, it's so funny out of context. Yeah. Um, I love that show. Damn. I love it. Damn. 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 Clayton, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm not. I've been working a lot, Fuck and I'm dude. so... St- I'm paying for Fuck college. Dude. I'm so stressed. I'm so stressed. What are you doing to feel better? Sorry, I'm on my phone. You're good. <laughs> um, I'm watching a lot of movies. I'm taking a lot of late-night trips to movie theaters. Really? That's just what I do all the time. It's your escape. It's my come with me and escape. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't be a colada. Um, I had we had a little birthday party for me since the last that episode. Was great, that was fun. Hanging I, out with friends. I, that was so much fun. Yes, and people, you gotta hear. I literally had seriously one white claw, and I was like stumbling. <laughs> Uh-huh. After like 30 minutes. Uh-huh. And then I had like three Jack Daniels. It was awesome. Hell yeah. All, everyone in the listening is probably like, oh, he's a lightweight. He's fucking stupid. He he sucks. He's, he doesn't drink beer. Yeah, I drink the fruity drinks. You know? I also drugged him. Ex- exactly. Oh. You drank, oh, wow. Slam dunk. So that that's the elephant sense. in the room. Hayden's been in the room with us the whole time. And you had no idea, you stupid idiots. <laughs> For real though, our guests are fucking morons. They, because they listen to us. Because you listen um, to us. Go watch your own fucking movies, idiot. <laughs> idiot. My mom, one time. <laughs> awesome. My yeah, mom. It is. I don't know if I'm ever. Every time I tell this story, it never hits the way that it hit in person. Maybe you had to be there. Is but, this the chili? <laughs> yes. Me and my mom and my sister were at Chili's and, like a year ago. And <laughs> my mom was ordering quesadillas. And she was like, she was talking to the waiter and she was like, can I get queso, some queso, 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 something with the queso? And Amanda, my sister, was like, quesadillas. And my mom was like, yeah, quesadillas. Ha, ha, ha. And the waiter was like, sure, I'll get that right up for you. And the waiter, like, walked to the little POS station right next to us to put it in. And my mom was like, wow, that guy was probably thinking, come on, stupid lady, talk, you moron. But the guy was right next to it. So it sounded like my mom just said, yo, I have a quesadilla. Moron! Like, <laughs> 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 he, uh, he like pretended, I guess, not to notice. I mean, there's no way he didn't hear it because she was so loud. Because uh-huh. she's a she's a character. She's crazy. Yeah. Whenever she met my ex boyfriend, she showed him how much she could stretch. How she used to be a cheerleader and she could stretch. And she kicked her leg from the ground up to a table. And accidentally, like, without realizing it, trapped him in a corner where her, like, entire leg was, like, up and her just, like, everything was... And I have a photo of, like, Hunter, like, trapped in a corner, like, fully, like, looking at my mom and she's, like... (laughs) Just, just, like, spreading her leg. Completely exposing. Like, I don't want to say... 
I don't want to say the word that like I don't want to say the word, but yeah, it's like everything. Her toes. <laughs> yeah, it feels weird like to say it about my mom. Yeah, I should extend that feeling to all women. If it's weird <laughs> to say it about my mom, that. it's weird to say it about all women. Have fun with that. <laughs> I'll be busy having sex. Seth. Seth. I'll be busy having sex. <laughs> Seth. You can't start calling sex. sex Seth. Hayden, how are you? Um, pretty good. Uh, just got off work earlier. Nice. You know, you were you were talking about the the quesadilla story. It reminded me of a story. Can yeah, I can I tell it yeah. real quick? Yeah. Did I tell you guys about Sorry, when I when I was selling candy in high school? About that thing. I, think I believe I've heard it, but it's okay. definitely not on the podcast. Okay, so you know how they have those they have those fundraiser boxes full of a variety of chocolate bars. Uh huh. Yeah. So you can just go buy those at Sam's Club and stuff. And oh, yeah. yeah, so I I did that for a while. I would buy a box and then I would sell them just for myself for a dollar each. And um you know, no one asks you when you're no one questions you. Very few people question you when you're just walking around with the box. And I'm like, no, this is for me. And they're like, oh, okay. Um, that's not allowed. There was one time I got busted um, by, by a teacher who posed as if she was going to buy something first. Oh, shit. It was yeah. a sting. It was a sting. Um, I was walking after this. I was walking between classes. This was like class had already started. I was just late for some reason. I was excused. I was a good student. Um and a, a faculty member started like beelining towards me as I was in the courtyard. So I'm walking and I think he's about to, you know, blow me up. And instead he just goes husband. up to me, points at the box and he goes, and him ends. <laughs> and then, and then I, so I'm like, what? And he just, an adult man. I go, what? And he goes, and him ends. <laughs> And I'm like, <laughs> and so yeah. So I so I open the box this and I'm definitely like a otherworldly creature. Like I recognized him. I see him like every week walking around high school. Enemens, and I'm like, oh yeah. And I open the box, and before I can even do anything, the box is open. He throws a dollar bill in it, grabs a Snickers, and leaves. <laughs> Oh, that's really good. <laughs> Classic school story from Hayden. Classic school story. Max! What's up? Max! <laughs> Dude, I'm right here. My ears ring now. Have you been... Have you, uh, no! Have you ever had a dream? Have you ever had a dreams? Um, yeah, I've been... Oh, I had a dream that I had a nightmare, and I woke up... It, within the dream I woke up as Inception. Never seen it. That's what it's about, apparently. Uh-huh. I woke up and I was crying, sobbing, crying, crying, crying. Then I woke up for real and I was like, okay, I'm okay. I didn't actually have a nightmare. I don't remember what the nightmare was, but it was probably scary. What do you think a dream dreams about? A dream? Well, I think that's a ridiculous thing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know. Because I've had that, that happened before with my multi-layer dream. Yeah. Yes. That was crazy shit. Uh-huh. That was actually what I was going that to. That was insane. One of the things I was going to talk about is that I I had a dream, and I felt like it was a continuation of that. No I fucking rem- way. I didn't remember it. For those who haven't heard, I should have talked to. I should have asked Jill. Yeah, Clayton had a dream where essentially he ran into a lot of our friends, and then 
one of those friends in that dream the next day unrelated to Clayton came up to him and said you were in my dream uh-huh. and it was the same setting same thing yes it was, it was dreams yeah. that were one continuous story that had very specific details that were similar that were all and like the timeline was all yes. like lined it was up like, too. it was like very clear that my dream went into her dream and she has short hair now so maybe she can dream more and the waves can reach her hair now um i love have you seen it um seen what jill's hair yes it's awesome it looks great i loved it why do y'all keep looking at me because you're here it would be weird if we didn't jill's haircut's great yeah it's really good all right keep it in your pants (laughs) (laughs) what do you want to marry her oh that was weird i shouldn't have I shouldn't have joked about that. Hayden, no, 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 Hayden. Would the you, dumb button. Would you? Dumb would you? What, what, are you, what are you going to pop the question, Hayden? <laughs> I don't know. We, uh, I mean, we're coming up on a year this week. So. Whoa. Good time as any. Yeah, I've got yeah. three days left if I'm going to do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, whenever. <laughs> and so, if not, it's expired. Good luck, Charlie. Time to pack it <laughs> in. Yeah, must sell by. If you ever are watching a movie, both y'all, since you're in relationships. Doesn't sound like me. <laughs> okay, watching TV. How about that? Reading a book, huh? Sure. Okay, now the joke's too... Went, I went too far, huh? <laughs> so, um, if you're ever reading... Or, fuck, I'm watching a movie, and a marriage comes up, or someone proposes or anything, do you ever, like, kind of shift in your seat uneasy because you're like... I know, like... <laughs> okay, okay. like It's just, whenever I've dated people in the past... I feel so weird even talking about, like, me in the future, a future version of myself getting married or having kids. Like, how I'll just offhandedly tell friends, like, oh, man, having kids seems so crazy. Like, I would never say that to a boyfriend of mine, uh-huh. even though I, I told them everything. I'm so close to them. Uh-huh. Because it's like, that is the one thing where I feel like that would be so weird. Like, we, we shouldn't uh-huh. talk about that right now. Like, what if it gets in the way? Do you guys feel that way? I usually broach that. Like, the idea of kids pretty early to just be like, yeah, never, ever, ever, ever. It's crazy that we have to do that, right? Because yeah. we're at that age. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, I guess it's just it's kind of come up. Like, it's a pretty ubiquitous thing, I feel like, for most people I talk to. No kids. Where, yeah, where, at least for right now, where it's like, man, that would end my life. Like, that would... And anything that you have planned is now secondary. Uh huh. Like, let's be real about that. It's an agreement, you know. Yeah. Like, but you know, in the future, maybe I don't know. That would end our comedy careers. Our podcast would end. (laughs) Tragic. Clayton comes up and he's like, "This is the last. um, This is the episode of Critical Darlings. I'm gonna be a father. I'm having triplets. (laughs) I'm gonna name them Critical and Darling and Joseph. Critical and Darling and the and podcast." Who's dead now? <gasps> that was a great. That was a great name for a podcast. We should bring it back. It it, it really was. Clayton came up with it. There Thank was you. V- the only structure to it was everyone took turns and Clayton played a character that that um, has been discontinued. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, well, we're in a better political climate, I feel, where maybe it's safer to do a, a kind of... Uh, Clayton played a Republican. He pretended to be a Republican, very a la Alex there Jones. There was one section of the podcast where I played a Republican. <laughs> like, it was a five-minute bit. Yeah. Of course, that was the bit that went viral, canceled our jobs. Yeah, it was very Colbert <laughs> rapport. Clayton got fired from Cantina. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, they're all racist. I had a table of like, I swear to God, they were probably like Proud Boys or something. Oh, no. Like, they weren't even my table, but they stopped me. And he started joking. He was like, hey, y'all do anything for weddings? Is this guy's wedding today? And he was fully in like a biker jacket and shit. And I was like, okay. He was like, yeah, it's this guy's wedding. I was like, oh, unfortunately, we don't really. (laughs) I don't know what else to tell you. And then he kept asking. He was like, and then it, 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 he was asking me like a bunch of weird questions, like joking around. And then one of them said, "You got a military discount?" Uh, and that's like a real question, so I had to be like, uh, "But unfortunately, we don't have a military <laughs> discount." I'm sorry. And then he's like, "Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting." And then they kept like making jokes, um, and they were like, "Oh yeah, a bunch of liberals out here." And I was like, "Cause it's like that's the kind of town where it's like I basically am like." I obviously don't say anything, but I'm just like, I'm going to let everybody around here think I'm a conservative. Right. Uh, or else bad things might happen to me. Yeah, um, you out of fear, yeah. And uh, and I was like, oh, come on, come on. Um, and then one of them, he was like, "You, you, do you support guns? One of the, the other guy that asked about military support discount. Guns. I was like, He's, do you, what, how do you feel about guns? And I was like, oh, I, uh, and he was like, I got, I got several guns on me right now. Um <laughs> He was like, I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to roll. And I, I fucked up and I said, um, I was just trying to, I was yeah. still trying to joke. Like I was like, oh, we're on the same side. And I said, Haha, I feel safer already. Um, and I, that, it was just like this disconnect where like yeah. that obviously doesn't really sound like, that's not something yeah. an actual Republican would say. <laughs> they were like, and I think they wow. could immediately tell that I thought that they were a little, uh, uh, pig people, insane <laughs> um, men. Which I yeah. did, I did think that, and they uh, immediately That's turned so very bad. sour with me. Yeah, it was a very one sweat experience. drop literally on the side of your face. Uh huh. Oh my a god, a lot of sweat drops. It's very hot and it's outside. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, you're outside. I forget you have to do that. Yeah. Damn ass. Max, what's up? What are we doing today? So every single week on this podcast, we have oh watched a goddamn movie. Oh my god. Except for one week where except we for last week. <laughs> did. Except for last. Except for the last five weeks, we. No, the la- one week in March, we did our March Madness bracket where we ranked all the movies we had watched up until that point to make the worst movie. And that came out to be top two between um, Master of Disguise and Fart the Movie. Uh, if you're a new listener, yeah. Yeah, there's a movie called Fart. It's called Fart. And it's, it's probably an it's, acronym. <laughs> it is an acronym it's on an the acronym. poster, but it's, it doesn't stand for anything. And the title it is an acronym. There's no acronym in the movie. Anyway. We'll talk about that surely later. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. But this episode, we are going to talk about the 100 films that we have watched within the last year as of last August. Clayton yes. and I, I don't watch many movies at all, and so I wanted to challenge myself to watch more movies and the way of doing that, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch, within a year, I'm going to watch 50 movies for the podcast, 52-ish. Uh, and also, I will just watch 50 movies on my own accord. And by in the year, we can have an episode where we talk about it, where we talk about our top 10 best, our top 
our bottom 10 worst and then compare any highlights, lowlights, anything that happened. And so that's what this episode is going to be. We're going to be looking at our individual lists. Yeah. Uh, now, we both compiled lists of all 100 movies we watched. Uh, it will contain movies we watched for the podcast and also movies we watched separately or together off the podcast. Yes. And uh, we're going to fucking talk about it. Oh, yes. Max, d- did you hit exactly 100? Let me see what I hit. I was expecting to hit a lot more than I did. Right, because it's, I guess it's kind of a, it's a pretty good number. 100 is a pretty steady uh-huh. number. Um, I hit exactly 100. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I was running dangerously low about two weeks ago. Uh-huh. So I watched literally about 20 films, 20, 25 films within two weeks, which uh-huh. is insane. But I did it. Um, yep. I was, see, because I was making pace where I was, like, yeah. by three months in, I had, like, 45 movies. Yeah. Um, and then totally, at the end of this all, I've got 108, which is not nice. a lot. Yeah. No, I watched about five movies of my own accord from last August to probably July. Uh-huh. <laughs> and within July and today, I've watched like 45 movies because I, and I think that's really just what I need. Uh, I love a deadline. I love a deadline. So if, I, it, if a thing is a year away, I'm not going to do that shit. I'm not going to do that shit. Life insurance? Fuck it. You know? Who needs it? And. And Clay- Sorry, but I keep I keep saying things and then you pass the mic over to me <laughs> at the end of the sentence. It's really not going to sound good. Oh no! That was, oh. That was stupid. I should have. <laughs> I, uh, I fucked you over. Since since August, I've done forty five concerts in the last year. Nice. nice. That's we a lot. Yeah. However many movies, I don't know. We all love lists. All right, Hayden Hartrick is Hayden walking out. Hayden Hartrick is in the he living has, room. He has wet hair, wet shirt, wet pants, and a wet ass, and a, wet ass a glass of water. Clinton's just Clinton, like Clinton's staring at something. I saw a ghost. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, so we're going to shoot the shit, talk about our top bottom, top 10, and any thoughts anyone has on them. Yeah. Yeah. So... And, Max, yeah. I guess do you want to go ahead and get started Let's on? Let's do it. Because we're going to start here with our 10 worst. Before we do that, though, do we want to give a few honorable mentions to some of the shitty ones near the 10th? That didn't yeah, quite make it I like that. I like that. Um, uh, I guess I'll go first. So my honorable mentions, some honorable mentions that I have that are pretty down low for me. Uh, I've got The Greatest Showman. Yeah. Pretty far down Classic. there. Uh, Repo, the genetic opera, pretty far down there. We live different lives, different uh, lives. Idiocracy, Last Classic. Airbender, yeah. um, Paranormal Activity 4. And they don't make the 10? Uh, none of these make wow, the 10. the bottom 10. Uh, Paranormal Activity is my number 11. Oh, I the see. The rest of what I'm looking at down here are the top 10. I'm excited to get into my bottom 10. Um uh-huh. Some highlights or uh, honorable mentions for that bottom Tim. We got Artemis Fowl down there. Nice. Um, I know that you hate that one. Uh, we got Dracula 2000. Now, that's one I watched uh, with my friend Kevin. And it's just a very camp, like, telling of Dracula. Uh-huh. But except it's like it's Dracula. It's literally called Dracula 2000 made in, made in the year 2000. It's I don't know what the tone is supposed to be. Uh, it seems like it's supposed to be a drama, but it's very funny at times. Um, I don't know if it's a horror, but what I didn't like is how it was a boring 
vampire movie because I feel like you know we have vampire movies now, but that was just really boring to me. Um, I also have Diary of a Wimpy Kid, the newest animated version, not very good at all. Mm-hmm. And then I also have Wrath of Khan. <laughs> Uh-huh. Maybe because I didn't know anything about Star Trek when I saw it, um, but I just didn't like it. And then The Pest is my 11. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh The Pest is 11. I, yeah. I, I still haven't seen that, but from yeah, what I hear, I, that means you got a juicy top 10. <laughs> yeah. The Pest, it was I mean, it was hard for The Pest to not make the, top, uh, the bottom 10. Mm. But, Clayton, I would love to hear your number 10 or maybe number 90. You know? Number so it's mine is number ninety nine is my is the beginning of my top ten. Oh, I see, perfect. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but number ten is going to be uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Wow, um, nice. It is yeah a real stinker of a movie. It is just not good. Um, I love just it. absolutely boring as all fuck. Yeah. Uh, the worst entry in the Fast and Furious franchise by far. Tokyo Drift for me, it's low. Uh-huh. It's currently at number... It's at number 76 for me out of 100. So, nice. Um, yeah, not didn't love it, but not the mm-hmm. worst in my world. You're actually, speaking of which, you mentioned earlier Artemis Fowl as one of your uh, honorable, mentions. honorable mentions. I... I'm realizing I didn't put Artemis Fell on here. No fucking way. Honestly, Which, good. <laughs> it would probably be in my bottom 10. I was thinking that. I, I don't want to make an alteration now. I'll, yeah. I'll chime in when I think we've hit a movie that's worse than it. Right now, I yeah. don't think Tokyo Drift is that movie. My number 90 is da, 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 The Last Airbender. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic, classic bad movie. Have you guys seen classic Last Airbender? Boy. I have not seen it. I think since it came out in theaters, and I don't remember a lick of it. Really, you don't remember even the bad rock part? No. Yeah, the good. Only, the only thing I remember is like. <laughs> 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 this is how we do this shit here. I think you're just trying to get me to not talk. Zip it. Zip your little lips. The only part I remember is is I think the bad rock part only, and only because I saw it online. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Oppa looks, Come on, hey. Oppa looks great in that one. Oppa's no. Hayden. He doesn't look good. I got you, boys. I really, you really did. Oppa looks terrible. <laughs> He's really disturbing. Don't do that shit again. I guess Never we should also... Never trick me like that again. As we're going, we should probably say what our ratings are for each of the movies. Yeah. Uh, for me, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift is a two. Uh, Airbender for me... I didn't even rate it because I'm out of five. It uh-huh. would be a it would be a one star or a six out of ten if you listen to the episode <laughs> that we. <won. laughs> um, I feel like a lot of my there are probably just to address this now. There's a lot of stuff on my list that is at a different rating than I would have oh, said at the podcast for sure. Very and also I don't remember what's what. Fuck but, ratings because yeah. there's there's so moment like the moment that you listen to it. Uh-huh. I feel like I yeah. have a good idea for the number of mine like a couple months after. Yeah. All right, number nine. Number nine for me, coming in at number nine, beating out Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Um, again, not beating out. Actually, no, I feel like this does beat out, which means that my real number 10 would be Artemis Fowl. Um, Heard that. But at number nine is Click. 
Uh, also coming in at a two. That's good. Click, yeah, Click is... Yeah. Click is higher than Tokyo Drift for me, but it's... Higher to good? Like, higher to good than uh-huh. Tokyo Drift for me. That makes sense. But it's right below John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> Like I so I put I compiled I had two separate lists and Uh I compiled them into my like I had the Coco Darlings list and my fifty individual movies list I put them together in a one hundred so there might be like a couple where it's like maybe Uh I could have that area of the list I could have added more to it's I will say it's below all the Paranormal Activity movies and Underdog and Yes Man uh huh (laughs) yeah Uh, my number nine is She's All That. She's all that. I haven't seen it. Skip it. I mean, it's like, it's a classic, like, 90s rom-com. Uh-huh. If this gets boring to you guys, you can leave. Because <laughs> Hayden... Hayden taking, is cramming Hayden, a dildo into our couch Hayden's right taking our apartment dildo, which we all use and we all promise to respect, and he's disrespecting it and putting it into the couch. Uh, she's all that. I just think it's boring because... Have you ever been spanked? No. My parents never laid a finger on Really? I think he meant sex. I meant sexually, but... Oh. No. There we go. And that's because my parents never laid a finger on (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So what's what's so bad about She's All That? No, what I mean mean is if you like being spanked... It's It's a parent thing. Yeah, it's because he got spanked as a kid. Video games are ruining our youth. Well, if video doc- games may be ruining your youth, but mine are fine. If a doctor takes a baby out of the the mom, swacks, spanks that baby on the butt, they're immediately into that kind of stuff. It's weird, you know. It's like a thing. Later, in the- Clay's on his phone, and like later in life, I'm looking at my list. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. We have our list on our phone. Hartrick looks mad. <laughs> um, could we not smack the dildo so close to the microphones? <laughs> Sorry, it'll just show up for sure. She's all that sucks. She's all yeah, that sucks. Yeah, 100%. She's I mean, it's not su- like super disruptive. It's just they'll be able to hear. It's because today, maybe I'm viewing it through a post-feminism lens. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But it's like today, you know, in a... in a we, we make fun of the movie where a girl walks down the stairs and she's pretty now because her glasses are off and her hair is cut and she's like in a, in a conventional dress and uh-huh. she looks normal. Like, I want to see one of those where she gets ugly. Okay, but honestly, like, yeah. I, because the whole thing is like, oh, uh, I'm going to take a girl out to the prom and she's going to be prom king. It's like Carrie, you know, the uh-huh. ugly girl's going to be prom queen. And he's like, I picked that girl. She looks totally normal, completely normal, totally fine. But it's like the movie's telling us she's ugly it's and like, she's clumsy. And <laughs> like a girl that looks pretty, like, <laughs> that truly cannot be a good feeling. To, like, that would be like us. No. It's like pans over lunchroom. It's like Timothy Chalamet or like Channing Tatum. And it's like. <laughs> and it's just like oh man oh, i should man. kill myself because nobody will ever find yeah, me because i look like that girl or something and it's just so bizarre because the movie keeps proving the jock guy right like he wins narratively he like the whole time you would think oh it's like they teach each other things like he assumes the girl is dorky and stuff but she teaches him all this cool stuff but she doesn't teach him anything like i mean he gets better at art because she's an artist. But other than that, it's just like really just... I just thought it was a bunch of bullshit. I didn't mm. like it. Uh, but the 90s vibes are certainly there. So that's why it's not the worst. I am. Yeah. 
Number eight. Number eight. Burger King foot lettuce. Foot lettuce. No one likes that. Um. So this is okay. Yeah. This is a movie. Um. I. I. I guess immediately my immediate reaction is I'm surprised to see it so low, but. Um, thinking back on it, no, yeah, I did not enjoy watching this. This is Super Mario Bros. Also rated a two. <laughs> yeah, not very good. Um, not it's just not, not a fun time. Good. Bob Hoskins turns out British, so that definitely docks some points. But John Luizamo, British, hot, 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 and pest. bisexual, real pest. I think, and is in the movie Too Wong Fu. Thanks for or thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Yes, drag queen in it. Yes, he's great. He's a great actor. I agree, though. It's like at a certain point, the novelty of "Oh my god, a Super Mario Bros. movie!" Like uh-huh. it's so old, it especially because it's really not. It's not. Um, or one yeah. of our most successful reels on Instagram is the one of you talking about how the movie opens with Daisy hatching from an egg. Uh huh. That's insane. Which is a true fact about that movie. It's bizarre. Max, what you got for number eight? My number eight. This is going to be another one that the people, the artsy people, won't like Ooh. me for. It's it's Francis Ha. Oh no, wow! Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have yeah. rioters Enemies, on your yeah. doorstep. So Francis Ha is um, what's the actress's name? Greta um, Gerwig. Greta Gerwig stars as, Greta Thunberg uh, is the main character, um, and of course, I Lady Bird is one of my top four favorite movies ever. Uh huh. Um, and so, and she directed that, and so I thought like it'll translate to to Francis Ha, but no, directed and I assume written by Noah Baumbach. Yes. Um. Who's also a beloved uh, director and writer. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard amazing things about him. I didn't see Family Story, Marriage Story. Marriage Story. I didn't see it because I saw the clips of them screaming and I was like, I don't want to watch that. Sounds too scary. It was really scary. Yeah, I'll watch it before I watch that shit. But Francis Hall, I just think the acting, very poor. The dialogue tries to be natural, but it comes off very stiff. To me, it literally, truly feels like a freshman year high school play like mm-hmm. it really does and it's just about this woman who is in new york and she is struggling financially she wants to be a professional dancer and the whole time it was just like i just really she was like 27 or so and i was like she needs to just grow up like she just felt really immature i just didn't like it i was so frustrated and annoyed by her uh-huh. and it was in black and white which yeah. served but to nothing but to just make it feel very artificial and want to be artistic. If I com- if you completely disagree with me out there, that's totally fine. I could see why someone would love this movie. To me, that was just what was going through my head the whole time. Um, I and what made me so mad is all the four and five star reviews on Letterboxd saying it was an instant classic. I people love it. I just really have you seen it? No. I recommend seeing it because I want to know your thoughts. But yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to watch it. It's just like the mediocrity <laughs> of a person and a character like that and people just loving it. I just don't understand. I don't get mm-hmm. it. Anyway, that's that. And that's that. And all them's that. the break. And she's all that. She's all that. Is that the movie we're talking about? Francis Hall. Francis Hall. Yeah. Number. But she's all that was my eight. Yeah. Or nine. Fuck. And time for number seven. Seven. In fact, uh, my seven has to do with somebody that's in this very room right now. Um, And his name is Hayden. There's two of them. Um, Fucks. My number seven is Tusk. Yeah. That was was so much fun. I, you know, I had such a great time watching that movie. It's probably like a seven for me. 
almost a year ago. That real feels really, really, really recent. Mm-hmm. I have, I still have the quote from Johnny Depp uh, in, in my phone. Let's see. It says, "What it's come back to me." It, it's it, it's from the Come movie where he goes, I cannot, yeah. I cannot eat poutine. It gives me the worst shits. I, I still have that written that somewhere crazy. in my notes. <laughs> That's the crazy part of the movie. Have you seen Tusk? I wouldn't see it. I didn't like it at all. But you I didn't just, like it. I understand why you like it, Seven, because it is. It was fun to watch. Hartrick <laughs> 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 just leaned forward and pointed the max towards Mike while he was. This is our podcast now. You have both forfeited your rights. I blew out the mic with my fake force laughing. Like it's all like just a wall of blue text. Um, But listen, I understand why Tusk is so low. Why is it so low for you? Uh, It was uh, to me not um, fun to watch. Um, There wasn't really anything that I was like, this is good. It felt like it felt like which is this true? It felt like a bunch of guys around a podcast were like, this should be a movie, and then they made it. Yes, and so like, and that's what it was. There's not a lot of loss. If it's a bad movie, it's okay. Like a big, there wasn't a lot of money spent on it. It was was a big studio thing. Wasn't someone's passion project. It was Uh just a little film friends made. I didn't like it. Me neither. And also, it actually kind of disturbed me. It made me sad. I thought I I maintained the bad guy was hilarious. He was great. He was just he was just a oh my walrus boy. We're gonna be friends, you know. Like that's true. He was wacky. All right, Max. I thought you were a darling. <laughs> what was your number seven? I, that's the thing. That is the thing. You, <laughs> I'm a darling who contains multitudes. My number seven is idiocracy. I don't even want to talk about it. I just didn't like it. I thought it was yep. so such a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. My idiocracy was my 96 out of 108. Yeah. Um. I guess that'll take us to ooh. You're number uh, six. Number six. Uh, this is a movie. Um, most of what we've talked about so far, at least on my list, has been uh, from the podcast. And that is a trend that continued because we watch bad movies on here. So that yes. makes sense. Um, my number six is a movie that I watched. A little bit of backstory. I was in a production design class. Yeah. Uh, my teacher is somebody who has worked on movies before as a production designer. Um, <laughs> and she, uh, she was like, okay, the movie I'm going to be showing today, um, I, some people kind of find it offensive. Um, I don't really think it's offensive. And if you pay attention to it, it's really not at all. Um, so we're just going to watch it today. Okay. And I remember somebody was like, what is it? What's wrong with it? And she was like, I, I'd rather just let the movie speak for itself. I love that. Um, and somebody, and she could tell that like the person was like a little uncomfortable, so she went. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and so she went. Uh, okay, it's about Johnny Knoxville joins the Special Olympics as somebody that does not have any uh, uh, disabilities or anything, <laughs> and so. What is happening right now? <laughs> I was just fidgeting with something. And it went off. Let the record show Max is sabotaging his own podcast. <laughs> it's fun when it's crazy. But the point is, um, 
it's an awful movie. It's probably not as ableist as it sounds. Um, the message is definitely a message of a, a message that I could theoretically get behind. Uh, still does not work. Shouldn't have made it. Not good. Period. <clears throat> Period. Max, what's your number six? What was the name of that one? The Ringer. Sorry, I should have specified. My number six <laughs> is The Ringer. We're still in we're still in twos for me. Uh yeah, my six is God's Not Dead 2. God's not Classic dead. Classic terrible surely movie. Alive. He's Fun to watch. I feel like You watched that before. <laughs> That's okay. We, it's you, okay. Just, you watch I, it again. I watch it again because I love it. I give it half a star. That um, movie cost me a hundred dollars. Oh my god! Yeah, Clayton had to buy some fucking uh, streaming service called Faith Stream or something. Pure Flix. Pure Flix. <laughs> and I forgot to turn off my subscription <laughs> it cost until 100. after I had spent over a hundred dollars. So if you're asking why Clayton's struggling with money now, yeah. look to the pod. Yeah. Um. Yeah. God's Not Dead Two sucks. Suck. What's your number five? Number five is uh, another movie. This is a movie that... This is another... Because my production design teacher did work on The Ringer. Yeah. Um, and she also worked on this movie with her husband, who got exploded. Um, <gasps> I've told this story on the podcast oh, before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh it was called God. Being Rose... Um, it was about a woman with cancer who gets in a wheelchair and travels across the country. It's nice. Um, and it's just like... I feel uh, like it's a really good movie. If you don't like that, you probably don't understand like, why it's good. You know? Do what? My mom has cancer. <laughs> so does my mom. Yeah, my mom has worse <laughs> cancer. Oh, is that true? I think so. Uh, <laughs> what we've talked about. <laughs> I, ha- I have to assume. Uh, <laughs> Um, Are you mad at me? No. <laughs> Sorry, that was just, just a little joke about my mother's uh, very unfortunate. Our moms. Mom. They're fine. There should be two muscle men, and he's fucking his self, and their moms are fucking too. What? Wait, why should there be that? Because it would fucking get me off so good, dog. Um, And this movie is bad. Not for any like egregious reasons, but like, oh, the script is. It's just like, it feels like a student film. Um, uh, yes, I I actually took the same class, not with Clayton, but I took uh-huh. the same class and we watched the same movie. Is that true? And I know exactly what he's talking about. The movie is is boring and just it nothing happens and mm-hmm. it. I, d- I can't describe the plot, but also I feel like I could describe it in like two words. Uh huh. Same teacher. Same teacher. Um, we didn't watch the we didn't watch the Johnny Knoxville movie, but we did watch Idiocracy in that class. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did as well. That's crazy. I wish I had a cool teacher who would show me cool movies. Mm-hmm. Max, what's yours? Uh, Clifford is my number five. We just talked Ooh. about it in a recent episode. Um, scary. I just didn't like it. And I was like, I was shocked. I was like appalled. I was shocked and appalled whenever Clayton and like Sam were like, it's fine. Like I watch, I would watch it again. You know, and I was like, I was almost mad that they mm-hmm. would say that. 
That's it. That's all I have to say about Clifford. Nice. What's number four? Number four. My top four are really fun. I Yeah, mine are all just stinky little stinkers. I assume uh-huh. there's some overlap here. Yeah. Um, all of mine are podcast movies at this okay, point. Okay, cool. Uh, I have two that are not. Oh, wow. I'm excited about that. Have, have Do I know? If, well, we'll get to that. My number four, coming in another at uh, two, two out of ten, uh, this is Tiptoes. Um, really it's a movie for those unfamiliar. Interesting movie. Uh, Gary Oldman plays a little person. Um, it's uh, really weird. Uh, it's hard to really get into how weird it is. But just to give you a little picture, there was a point where some weird wind chimes were going off or something. And Max and I fully thought that aliens were showing up in this oh, drama that did not have aliens. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. And, well, like, the movie is so weird because... As we found out later, I believe part of the movie had to be like essentially re-edited mm. because of the plot. And uh-huh. so like they changed the plot at the end and you can really tell. And it's just like the movie's weird for the Gary Oldman thing, but mm. it's also just kind of weird in general because the story and the pacing does not line up at all because they had to re-edit it. Mm-hmm. And it just very bizarre. I just I've never seen a movie like that. <laughs> it was an insane watching experience. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Max, what's your number four? My number four is, you're going to go crazy, the 2000 hit 51 Minutes Holiday Special Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's, uh, that, that sucks. <laughs> it's a stinker. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> thoughts? I think someone's going to sue the pants off of Santa. Period. I... Is it that bad? Because I think I remember watching it as a kid, and if it's the one I'm thinking of, let me see. Let me see what it yeah. looks like. Yeah, yeah, that's like an iconic childhood movie for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Um, remember a, I don't remember a lick of it. I remembered it that way too. I remember. I, I loved it, and I was like, okay, I'm watching the hundred movies. I'll watch this. I'll put this on my list. And for me, it just. Do you didn't. think it, your viewing experience was affected by the fact that it's summertime? <laughs> <laughs> I watched it during Christmas. So Clayton, you you're a, a another I'm attempt a to you're awful. You're I'm a awful. Fool. I'm a fucking fool. I'm an idiot. Somebody stop him. Somebody. Stop I give it one star. I just think the the animation is so there's like no money behind this. Also, the bio is so long. Like the the bio on Letterboxd for the movie is like. Hey, bro! Like, it's in the disc- it's in the title. <laughs> Everything you need to know right there. Grandma got run over yeah. by a reindeer. Um, Walking home from our house Christmas And I Eve. loved all the movies. Grandma's gonna sue the Pensafa Santa. Forever on his side. You know, the the line, the quotable lines. Uh, this is my lawyer, Slime. She says, I am Slime. And the boy says, you said it, not me. Very good line. Um, Grandma Spankenheimer is her name. The part where he kicks down the door and goes, Why weren't you at elf practice? I love that. I remember that. Um, <laughs> I th- and, and, and thank Max, you for. Max and I are the same person. <laughs> and, and thank you for saying that. And, and thank you for saying that. Thank you for having me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I hated it, though. I, it, just didn't, it just didn't translate, and I wouldn't watch it again, but I probably will watch it again. But uh, what about. Grandma's that no. Grandma's hanging out with all those great, great stars in the heavenliest sunset of her life. 
heavenliest something of her life because she died. Everyone thought she died. Aww. But she didn't die. Um, so that's it. Nice. Next. Number three. Your number, number three, three the worst top movie. three. My third worst movie that I saw this year. Here, you hold them up. Um, uncontroversially, a bad movie. Uh, this is the last one that clocks in at a two out of ten. Uh, the other two are my two one out of tens. Uh, those familiar with the podcast probably have an idea of what those are going to be. Because number three is The Room. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's I, there's not much to say. Wow. It's a famously bad movie. It is bad. Um, oh. And it's not good as well. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit higher for me. Uh-huh. Um for the camp quality, but I feel uh, like if I watched even 10 more minutes of it now, I would probably put it down. Yeah, I think all of my ratings are me genuinely like trying to judge a film by its merits. And if it is uh-huh. accomplishing something accidentally, I don't necessarily give it credit for that, even if it may mean that it's something that I would enjoy. And I think we kind of found the one of the cruxes of A Critic and a Darling a little bit right uh-huh. there in what you're saying there. That's a really good point way to phrase it. Like... Because obviously there's no real way to consume art in a good or like the correct way or whatever. But uh-huh. that's a really good point. Like when you're trying to really rank it, like is it on its what it accomplishes intentionally versus accidentally? Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that phrasing. Um, What's your three, Max? Well, the room sits between Greatest Showman and Project X for me. Nice. <laughs> Below, click above Barnyard. If that yeah. tells you anything. Uh, my number three is Master of Disguise. Classic, classic baddie. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's your mm-hmm. number three. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, I Hayden over here. He brought it to us. I think he did such a great job. He knew exactly what this podcast needed, and it is forever cemented as the like my personal top three of the year. Number in our bracket. Number two in our bracket. No, number one. It was, it was the, uh, the. I'm win- sorry. It yeah. won. Yeah, it was the winner of the worst movie we have watched. Um, yeah, I think that is a good movie. Anything? Uh, any thoughts, Hayden? Hate it. Uh, I truly think that my life has been made worse. Um, I think that if I had not watched Master of Disguise at a young age, I would be a successful comedian by now. Exactly. No, exactly. Yeah. That's a fact. That's on Bible. That's on period. Um, and for myself personally, I know that I did... I I argued heavily that Master of Disguise should have won the bracket for worst movie, and I still stand by that. Right. Um, however, just judging films by where I'm ranking them and where I'm putting them, Master of Disguise is my number two worst movie. Love on that. This list. Cool. Yeah. Any any closing thoughts about Master of Disguise? Um, basically, fuck you, Hayden. <laughs> um, <laughs> Woo. Yeah. No. I I'm very glad we watched that on the podcast. It is, it is like the crowning jewel of shitty, horrendous movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. <laughs> Everything that could have been going for it to for it to land for me below all of the things that we've already talked about, just insane. Yeah, like all the all the good things in the movie that that it could have done. It's not like they didn't accidentally mess up and make the movie bad. All of the choices were intentional, creative choices that just did bad. Like they just were not good. Uh-huh. My number two. A little bit of left field, but it'll make sense why. It's Saturday Night Fever. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I love disco. I uh-huh. do, it is my... 
favorite genre of clothing, of style, of music, of time, of era. Disco is one of like one of my favorite things about humanity. This movie, I think, is an insult to people who love disco. Not to disco, because it does a pretty good job aesthetically representing disco, uh, doing good disco um, dancing. Obviously, the Bee Gees, Saturday Night Fever, like unstoppable, incredible music. The watching experience of this movie brings it to the second worst movie I watched this year because I wanted to watch a movie about disco. I wanted to watch amazing dance sequences. The dancing is pretty good. John Travolta is very good, but I'll just say it right now. So just like Italians were in the disco world very much. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I believe it. Just wait. Just wait. I just feel like there was a lot of um, underrepresentation of black people. I think personally, um, it felt kind of unrealistic and John Travolta's, the main character, he is so racist. How racist every, is every, he? Uh, every other line he says is a slur for either Hispanic people, black people, gay people. Like, and it's, and then the the movie's really sad. A character kills one of his friends, kills himself, Jeez. jumps off a bridge. Um, John Travolta, I think. Almost, or maybe one of his friends, like, non-consensually does things with girls. It's, like, really, it's just so, and me going from, I want to watch a fun disco movie, to an hour and a half later having my whole night ruined and my whole, yeah, I just think it's horrible. So, that's why it's number two for me. That sounds awful. I I haven't seen it, but, I really wish it just, I understand they were trying to do something dramatic, but it just feels really out of place. And maybe it was different at the time, like, in the 70s, 80s, I don't know, but, Uh yeah, that's not what I felt. Um, with that, I assume that we have the <laughs> Our same number, number one. one. <laughs> this movie, um, how can we describe it? Movies are meant to trans. <laughs> Movies are meant to transport us from our seat to another world. Uh-huh. Tell a story in a hundred words or less. We come to AMC theaters to relax, sit back, and unwind with imagination. Not to fart, damn it! If you haven't seen Fart the movie, get your butt to a theater. <laughs> And watch a good movie. Fart the movie is is a an arrangement of unrelated scenes about the, which are sketches uh-huh. of fart related uh-huh. content. Many of which are fake game shows that are just Too made up for sketches. A lot of which are extended, completely raw, unedited scenes of strangers doing stand up uh-huh. about farts. About farts. A lot of fart sound effects, uh, and it's all, like my a, chest is getting tight. <laughs> and there's there's a through line of a, a very light plot of a man whose girlfriend or fiance really wants to go out and party, but he just wants to stay inside and fart all day. And he like he walks really her in a room and he farts. It's like it's <laughs> I don't like talking about fart. I don't I I, I yeah. don't like that word. And uh-huh. I can't. I don't like fart humor personally. I think fart the movie is an insult. To comedy and movies, I yeah. am insulted. I think Kesha should be in jail for this. And Kesha's in it. Kesha's in it as a child actress. Came came out in the eighties. Can you believe that? Like like a sketch movie coming out, some weird comedy movie, like a very local comedy troupe. Never heard of them. It's shit. Also, cinematography and lighting because it's very low budget. Truly, one of the worst things I've ever seen. 
Uh-huh. Like one of the worst I, I've ever, ever seen. Yeah, it is a fucking mess of a movie. Um, but with that, we're at an hour now, so we sh- we can we can get we can get rock <laughs> to the good rolling. shit. So that was the uh, worst shit ever. That was the worst shit ever. But now we're gonna go from the best shit ever. Our both of our number tens to our top number one movies of uh-huh. the year. Do we just want to toss in some like anything? I like that honorable mentions up middle. top. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, any anything in the middle that you. Were I'm just looking by. through. Yeah, some of the shout out. Hey, shout out to Batman versus Dracula. I was gonna say that. Shout out to that. Uh-huh. Shout out to um, Jordan Peele's Nope. I liked it a lot. Nope is gonna well top ten for you. Nice. Shout out to G Force. That's not oh, gonna be mine. I would not be surprised if it's in yours. It's but uh, we'll find it's not out. in my top ten, but it is. It's my uh, it's number thirteen for me. Yeah. Nice. Um, shout out to I guess. He, a lot oh. of decoms. I watched a lot of decoms. Uh, this is coming in at my number fifteen. Huge shout out and huge recommendation. This is on HBO. Most people, I think, have not even heard of this movie, uh, but it was in theaters recently and it was fucking amazing. Night House, cool. uh, which is a kind of a ridiculous name for a horror movie, and it is a horror movie about a house at night, uh, a, a house that is only at night. Um, you ever been in a house like that? It is. It is kind of scary. A house at night. Yeah. Yeah. It scared the shit out of me. Um, scared my fucking shit off. Everybody watch Night House. That's great. It scared my shit off. I watched a lot of decoms. Can of Worms. Loved it. Xenon 1. Loved it. Smart House. Stuck in the Suburbs. Loved it. Loved it. Cruella. Loved it. Not a decom, but mm-hmm. yeah. But let's get to it. Clayton. Yeah, Exactly. Real quick, I'll just run my honorable the stuff that was almost in my top ten. Yeah. Shout outs to Paranorman. Shout out to Turning Red. Oh, shout Paranorman. out to Dune. Shout out to Last Night in Soho. I'm excited. We we're gonna have very different top tens. I'm really excited. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but my number ten coming in at an eight out of ten is the Batman. Love um, that. I thought it was really good. I thought it was fun. It was well made. Um I enjoyed the length of it. Uh uh, what's his name? Robert Pattinson. He's he's a he's a mean old Batman. Whole cast H-dub loved bat. it. Feels like a good classic Batman. Um, without uh-huh. any, I was not aware of the discourse very much. I watched it a little bit after it came out, and don't look at my list. And because okay. um, there's a spoiler. Sorry. I would say where my Batman ranking is, but you'll find out soon. Ooh. My number ten is going to be this movie I watched called Passing. Passing. Passing, uh, directed by Rebecca Hall, uh, starring uh, Tessa Thompson and Ruth Naga. They are two actresses. So good. Have you heard of this movie? No, but I know Ruth Naga from Preacher. Yeah, she's great. She's really, I feel like she, she started, there was a period where she was getting a lot of work. And I feel like it's not happening as much anymore. She was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. too. Yeah. I, I, just fucking love her. Um, and I love this movie. So do you know what it's about? It's just about um, these two friends who were friends when they were younger and they meet now. They're both black women. And one of them, Ruth, uh, is so her skin is so light she can pass as a white woman. Uh-huh. And um, she is married to this white man who is the evil Alexander Skarsgård. He oh. plays a great racist man. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, he really yeah. looks the part. Yeah, he looks horrifying. Um he looks like an Icelandic racist. He's like the, he's, yeah, like very Viking. Like, uh-huh. yeah, um, he's like if Army Hammer didn't like eat people or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, it's he, but he looks like if Army Hammer ate more people. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, and so then it's just like our main character, who is not that woman, who is um, the friend. Like Ruth is the one who, who does that, who passes. Um, and it's just about Tessa reconnecting with her and learning about her life and kind of envying her. But in this very interesting way, I, I loved it. Like I really, really loved it. Hell yeah. And it was all in black and white. Really Ooh. cool. So like whenever Ruth was passing, it was a little bit, it was like she really was passing. It was really yeah, cool. Yeah, that's, like that's very cool. I loved it. I am. Um, number right, nine. My number nine is Bullet Train. Also coming in at an eight out of ten. Um, I was so shocked. People hate this fucking movie on the yeah, internet. Yeah, that's right. The discourse. People fucking despise it. Um, I It was some of the most fun that I've ever had watching a movie in a movie theater. I thought it was an absolute blast. Yeah. Um, it is a very tight, very funny script uh, that is entertaining, tense, uh, engaging, uh, really made me care for the characters and really invest in their stories and really get sad when some of the people are starting to get, get off. People die. Um, is it like murder on the Orient express, but cooler? Um, it is more like the, it's, it's like, uh, like, games. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just like, it's one of those movies where it's like, oh, there's spies. There's like a bunch of different factions. It's oh, like, okay, cool. this person's working for this person, but this person's it. working for this I think it's a ton of fun. Would you say that everybody was kung fu fighting? Everybody was kung fu fighting. It's also got a great cast. Uh, Brad Pitt, uh, Joey King, um, the nice. guy from uh, Kick-Ass. I always forget his name. Kick. Kick and and ass <laughs> ass was also in it. No fucking way. Um, ass made a cameo. Uh, Zazie Beats was in it. I love her. Love her. Michael Shannon, um, the guy I can't remember his name right now, but from Atlanta, the guy that plays Paperboy. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, yes, Brian. Yes, Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah. Um, he is fantastic in it. He is my probably my favorite character, and he gives an amazing performance. That dude is. Fuck yeah. Like, one of the next big stars, I think. He's so fucking good. I love that. Um, I could talk about that movie for a long time. I love it so much. Uh, but, Max, I want to hear, what's your number? On the theme of really fast-moving vehicles, my number nine is Speed Racer. Hell, oh, which I'm so we glad that watched, like, about, yeah, my number nine. We watched about almost a year ago now, because it was for your birthday, right, yeah. last year? Um, I loved it. Like, I loved, loved, loved it. One... To to, to to be this like piece of film that is so different from anything I've seen before, visually is so insane. And the, the great thing is a lot of a lot of it um, is such a, such huge swings, and some of it really doesn't work. You know, some of it just doesn't work out. Uh-huh. A lot of it does. Like, and I feel like it evens out for me. Like the stuff that doesn't work out, like somehow somehow some of the lighting is so garish. It's a bit not cool but then it comes back around to being real oh, and the, the fight sequence on the top of the snowy mountain fucking all of it i just really fucking loved it yeah um and yeah and it's a piece of trans artwork i really just love it i think it's beautiful and great movie hell yeah yeah that was uh yeah very close to me that was another that should that was around the honorable mention area but not quite there yeah i love it more than a lot of movies on this list but you yeah, know I get same it. kind of thing um but my number seven is a movie uh this is where we're hitting number going eight. from eights oh sorry you're right number eight i'm sorry then we will still be sticking with eights this is an eight out of ten for me but this is the movie rrr uh, oh that's which right i had an absolute fucking ball with i thought it was this is another movie that is just 
very fun. Except this movie is uh, a little bit more. It has a bit more to say. Um, it's about uh, India during British colonization. Um, it is a movie about rising up and killing your masters. Um, and my my favorite part of it is that where a lot of movies would probably kind of pull some punches and be like, we're going to be the better people. We're, we're, you know, we're not going to be like you. We're not going to kill you. This movie's like, no, how about we fucking kill all of you? And and that's celebrated and triumphant. And it just also does a lot of very cool stuff. There's a moment where things are so tense and so like tragic and heartbreaking and it, it breaks into a musical number. Oh, fuck. It, it yes. is an action movie. I love that. Um, oh, I love that. It is uh very uh, yeah, good. Yeah, we should definitely watch it cuz we you told me about it many times. I would love to watch like have a bunch of people over and watch on it. On this huge it TV is, too. It is fully like 3 hours and 10 minutes long. For sure, we would have it's it, very long. we would have to prepare ourselves, yes. but I would be down to watch it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Similarly, music, uh my number 8 is Bob's Burgers the movie. Ooh. I loved it. I loved it a lot. Hayden's and there's music. It's a it. weird look. Hayden's giving us a critic look. <laughs> Hayden's telling us to cut cut the cut the feed. Hayden just cut Max's mic. <laughs> I didn't know he could do that. Says it with little Play-Doh scissors. Um, Bob's Burgers movies are good. I love the show Bob's Burgers. I actually have a really strong connection to it. I watched it a little bit whenever it was kind of coming out in the early seasons, but last year I like binged almost the entire show during the summer and mm. I was kind of going through a rough time. It was like a transition period after college and stuff like that. And I practiced my writing and I wrote a spec script of Bob's Burgers around that time. And I just really, really love that family and that writing and the everyone on it, especially the guy who's at Jan sixth. He's awesome. <laughs> Kitty. Hell yeah. Jimmy John or whatever. Jimmy Pesto. Yeah. Oh, but there's music, meant, but yeah. there's music in that. There's music in that. It was good. Yeah. That's what I hear. I've not, Watched any Bob's Burgers or the movie? Really? Um, never seen any of it? I've heard it's great. Wow, it's never great. seen a, yeah. a lick. It's very fun. Very just silly and yeah. Oh yeah. It's like a more appropriate quote unquote family guy. Like it's something you could watch with your family. It's very nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Stakes are very low, which is what I think I like a lot about it. The stakes are so low. Like I'm mm-hmm. never actually scared that they would anything would happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. In mind number seven though, moving on down. Yeah. The list, um. Uh, is this is we're coming up to nine out of tens. I have a few of these on here. Um, this is the Master uh, by Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, um, which is a, it's a movie about um, I don't I can't remember if it's explicitly stated, but it's about a cult, um, a no. k- very akin to like Scientology. Um, Joaquin Phoenix plays like this guy who gets out of the military. He's like a fuck up. Um, he's got like weird sexual issues and, and aggression issues, like getting in fights and just drunk his whole life uh, until he stumbles across um, uh, the master. Nuh-uh-uh, no stand up for him. Uh, he stumbles across the master played by uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman Rip. giving one of his all-time great performances, in my opinion. Hell yeah, that sounds good. Um, it's a fantastic movie. Who's that? That's why it's such a good performance because he's dead. Yeah, yeah. The, it didn't come out this year. Right. Most of these did not. <laughs> right, right. Where are you going? <laughs> you, you need to sit here in silence, Aiden. 
I'm just I'm so used to Clayton being just on the up and up with movies that it's like yeah the best movie I saw in the last year came out in the last year mm-hmm. yeah I know what you mean yeah. yeah no this was one of my movies that I've been meaning to watch for a while I love Paul Thomas Anderson and I I hadn't I hadn't watched it until recently all right Max is number seven. My seven is Xenon the Sequel. (laughs) Very similar to Clayton's number seven. Uh. Mine is a Disney Channel original movie that came out in 2001. Um, uh, Before 9-11, don't worry. And uh, it is the sequel to Xenon, 21st Century Girl, or 24th Century, yeah, 21st Century Girl. And the bio says, Zetus Lapidus, she's back. Xenon Carr is 15 and lives on a space station with the, which the military has taken over and is dismantling. She receives a mysterious signal and must convince everyone that it's from aliens who have come to help them. Um, so this is a, a movie about a girl who lives in space and there's antics. This one is about her space station, but the military is going to take it away from them. Um, but it's just very Y2K and insane. And I've been going through a Y2K thing these recently and so i just really am obsessed with it the cgi is so so bad it's charming it's like so horrible and it's really cool and nice and i love it and it feels like a piece of like art that is just really silly and nice at the end there's a sequence with aliens and the aliens are just essentially um light that's like alive and they're kind of like a butterfly and they make whale noises and they're really huge and they like kind of circle the planet and they're really big and they're very benevolent Mm -hmm. and that sequence as a kid gave me chills and I rewatched it and it still gave me chills it just is so good whoo I loved it three stars oh yeah three (laughs) stars my rating system is really off Uh (laughs) um all right, moving on to number, number five, six. six. Um, still in my nine era. Um, this is a movie. I we, we don't have to talk about this for too long because most everybody has probably heard of this and understands that it's a good movie. But uh, my number six is The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. No way. Yes, there's this thing, and he's looking like other people, <laughs> and he goes. Where's that for me? Ch- changing different shapes and shit. Max, you watched it with me. We all watched it as a group. That is number 62 out of 100 for me. Number 62? Holy shit. It's not because I didn't like it. I think I just don't remember it much because I fell asleep uh-huh. in the middle of it. Oh, that's right. That makes sense. <laughs> I was like sitting on the floor against the couch and I fell asleep. Uh-huh. It was really good. Yeah, shout out. This is, I believe, the favorite movie of uh, international loser dipshit Alex oh my god <laughs> that one look i always say something mean and alex likes it and you that one felt yourself. particularly right alex we love you um and we love your favorite movie so great movie nice good job mine's also a sci-fi movie we <gasps> are on the it is barbarella it's xenon the original it's xenon the Z, it's xenon z3 is the third one and then xenon is the first one mm-hmm. so if i can check yourself I thought it was it, Xenon 21st Century Girl. Well, it's Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. <gasps> um, <laughs> Barbarella is my, Barbara. number five, my number six. I just loved it. I was really looking back and I was like, when I first watched it, I was like, this is just, it's campy and it's fun, but it's not a good movie. But now mm. I'm looking back and I'm like, I would watch it again. That's also kind of how I'm ranking it. It's like, 
which would I rather watch again? And, For sure. You know, and I would totally watch Barbarella right now. I just love it. And it's also really important in gay culture. It's, it's referenced a lot on Drag Race. They reference it like in Runways and Barbarella, the, the bar here in Austin always plays it. I just, I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's great. Enough said. I want to go on to my five. Because my five is exciting. Five. Okay, mine we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on. Very similar to The Thing. There's another nine. People know it. People love it. Who the hell framed Roger Rabbit? I love that. Yeah. yeah it's good. That is my... Oh, God. <laughs> scrolling so far down. <laughs> I am scrolling. That's really. my 89. I, I love know. that movie. Um, <laughs> uh, four, eight... 12. It's my 14. It's right after G-Force. Nice. It's, it's between G-Force and us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> my number five is The Iron Giant. Yeah. Woo! Movie. I love that movie. He it's freaking so loves good. that movie. He loves so that movie. So fucking good. I just think it's great. I cried at the end. I teared up at the end. Um, mm-hmm. And that's it. Great movie. I number watched the beginning of that with you. I had to go to bed. Number four. Yeah, Clayton likes to go to sleep around number seven. Number four. My number four is a movie that Max hates. He despises with all his being. Um, no, there's a movie that <laughs> Max also likes, I think, but we disagree on slightly. Uh, this is still a nine for me. This is Nope. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, me and Clayton had a fight about this. <laughs> I think we had a fight. Because you were still saying that you liked it. No, I, li- it, right? I liked it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just like good. it a little bit more than Max does. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we are having a <laughs> <laughs> Um I thought it was really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. It is, uh, I've, it's no get out for me, but that is maybe one of my favorite horror movies of all time. But you still love it as all get out. I love it as all get out. Get out! Yeah, nope. It's a very good movie. Very mm-hmm. good. Visually also stunning. Stunning. Like, so yeah, good. it is really good. definitely Jordan Peele's best shot movie. I think that yeah, is hard yeah. to argue. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, um, oh, yeah. But yeah, that is my number four. Nice. My number four is Turning Red. Hell so similar, yeah. you know, monster. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think Turning Red is great. Fantastic I loved it. Movie. It made me so happy. Um, and I love the part. Yeah. You just watched it, right? Yeah. The other day? Yeah. Um, I, sorry, I just touched your foot. Can I touch it again? That's weird. Um, but I, I, you I don't, I don't know why I did that. Sorry. Um, can we cut this whole podcast out? No. You keep saying that. Clearly, clearly someone has. So in, in radio, in live broadcasts on the panel, they have a dump button. So if, if your guest says a bad word or something on air, you hit that in a panic and it dumps the last like 15 second cycle. Um, or I've never heard of that. Yeah. And it, it's it's a little, you know, crisis mitigation thing. That's so smart. There are so many. There are just so many dumpable moments in this episode. Hey, hey, you go start your own podcast and put us on it because I want to get on that. It probably would be really good. My number four is turning red. Um, I'm making some breathing sounds for the audience just to tie them <laughs> over. Uh, turning red is fantastic. I loved it. I love the part. It's very high up for me as well. No spoilers, but when I mean it came out recently. Whenever they're singing the Cantonese chant and the boy band song yeah. and they sync up that part mm-hmm. fucking awesome yeah yeah uh, we're, the, we're the same person you can't do we it. are the same person you, don't no I'm 
Hayden's <laughs> mad at me now. Whenever Hayden's mad at me, it's like I'm mad at myself. Because we are crazy. All right, number three. All right, number three. This so is the these, top three. Yes, this is where I hit 10 out of 10. <gasps> All right, Max and Clayton's top three movies of the year. Top three movies. These are all three movies that are up there with like some of the best movies I've ever seen. I, these three movies I love so much and affected me very profoundly. I, I adored them. Uh, but number three is a movie that I saw with somebody in this very room. And their name is Hayden. Um. This is The French Dispatch, uh, which is nice. a Wes Anderson movie. Uh, it's a movie I popped Hartrick's Wes Anderson virginity watching it. Vagina. Um, this is uh, Wes Anderson at his most Wes Anderson. Stupid. That's probably in like every review, but it's very true. Um, it is just a great movie, beautifully made, um, and it takes the time to focus on... Uh, smaller moments in people's lives uh, uh, all through the lens of a newspaper doing like various different stories. Yeah. I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was wonderful. I loved it. I love that. I just watched the Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's around 20, I think, for me. Or, oh, yeah. Well, I should say it's around 30, I think. Um, maybe 35. But 50. it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's near the bottom. Um, I liked it a lot. I think I would want to see other Wes Anderson ones first. I've seen Moonrise Kingdom, and then I think I haven't seen any others. But, yeah, I think I should definitely watch it. Mm. My number three, and this is what is hard for me. Mm. Because even as I'm about to say this, I kind of want to change it. So I'm going to change it last minute. Because my top two and my three, my number two and three mm-hmm. are really, really close. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say, go ahead, my top, my number three. Mm-hmm. movie of the year mm-hmm. is the batman oh wow yeah, yeah hell yeah i loved it i am not a huge dc knowledgeable person i don't know a lot of dc stuff i've only seen batman versus dracula and uh which i think i put at uh 17 on my list um mm-hmm. but I, i've also seen i've seen the christopher nolan ones i, I haven't seen joker i saw I, i've seen like i've caught a few here or there I loved the Batman. I mm-hmm. loved it. It was gay and emo and it was like just so dramatic, but felt artful and tasteful. Like, cause drama for drama's sake and melodrama is very fun, but it, it felt very melodramatic, like overly more dramatic than was necessary, mm-hmm. but it felt essential to the movie. It felt really good. Like mm-hmm. I really loved it and I, I just loved it. Yeah. I loved Hell it. Yeah. So Kravitz was awesome. Oh Yes. A lot of the shots were beautiful. Too bad about her. Oh, God. Um, Oh, yeah, she done the... God damn, you can't talk about a person without (laughs) them getting canceled these days. Um, Um, Too bad. You're saying too bad because she was in in Big Little Lies season two. It was really bad. Yeah. That's (laughs) the one. Number two. Number two. This is a movie. Guy, I love this fucking movie. It's so good. Um, this is a movie that made me I think I laugh very hard. This is a movie that made me cry so fucking hard. Um, it was wonderful. It was heartwarming. It was cute. It was funny. Uh, this is Marcel the Shell with shoes on. That's great. Uh, it is a movie that, you know, going into it, you're probably expecting to have a good time. Uh, but it is so much better than I would have thought it to be. Yeah. Um, it was very fun. It was very heartfelt. 
Um, it is so brilliantly unique in the way it decides to tell the story. Um, I am just in love with the movie. Um, yeah, it had me crying like because my number one movie uh, had me crying in the theater for sure. I was crying. I, I was crying like a, a, a little tiny child. This movie had me like openly sobbing to the point that I was somewhat embarrassed about the people around me <laughs> being able to hear me. Oh, um, I love that. Yeah. It's a great movie. I love that. I highly recommend it to anyone. And also, let's just say, Ginny Slate always does the damn thing. Yeah. She, she made that movie with her ex-husband. <laughs> That's so cool. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know the dynamic, but I imagine like if they're, you know, like healthy enough and can be around each other enough, you know, mm-hmm. to cooperate like that. It's also a movie that, Divorce is a plot element. I love that. I need to see that like tomorrow. I, yeah, I could probably watch 100%. that. A hundred percent. You would yeah, love. I it. know I would love it because I love Marcel the show. I love the videos and so. Mm. Uh, but Jenny Slate always does the fucking thing. Everything she's in, she's just so good at. Like, yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, too bad um, about her. Because she was in Marcel the show. She was on. Yeah. Uh, wait, is she canceled? Could, is she for real canceled? Well, I don't know if you watch SNL, but she said fuck. No. <laughs> Lauren, fired at um, <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. Jenny, Jenny Slate, good damn bye. <laughs> um, that was Max. That was Joey Graceffa's outro on YouTube in 2013. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Number two. Number two. My Burger number King two. And lettuce. this is the one I think is the correct number two. Is going to be June. Because I watched it. Your mom. Period. Exactly. I. No one. This is not a mystery to anyone in this room. I love Dune. Mm-hmm. Dune's my damn shit. Hell love yeah. fucking Dune. I'm wearing a ring that my brother got me, which has the House of Atreides eagle on it. I love Dune. Hell I think yeah. this movie is finally Dune. Dune right. Uh, and Dune two is gonna be fucking great. Because everyone loved Dune 1, but Dune 1, I think, has the most boring stuff to work with, like the book in the book. Mm-hmm. So Dune 2, people are going to lose their shit if it's done right, which I trust it will be at least done well, you know? So, mm-hmm. period. If you haven't seen it, you got to get on that shit. You've Hell probably yeah. seen it. If you didn't like it, that's fine. It's kind of boring, but it's really good. I saw it, and I liked it a lot. Yes. And number one, I think we have the same number one. I'm I sure we have the that. same number one. I love that one. we have the same. When it, At the end of the day, you mm-hmm. and I have the same number one and the same number 100. Mm. We've also been struck by that I would say our, our bottom and our top here are two movies that are like the, the distance between one and two and the distance between. I guess that's not true because I hate. I hate. Master of Disguise so much, but they are extraordinarily far to either side for me. Exactly. They are like one-of-a-kind movies on both spectrums. Uh (laughs) This is a movie that is in contention for my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. Um, And Far is, I think... Probably to the day I die, one of the worst, like the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, th- I think it's hard to argue against yeah, that yeah, for yeah. sure. Because, <laughs> like, but, even if, if you try to compare, like, just by quality's sake, like, oh, well, there's Master of Disguise. That's a really bad movie. Yeah, it has, like, right. It's like, there's characters. Yeah, there's character. Um, but Fart is not. Okay, it doesn't. Okay, yeah, right, I, right, I, right. I can, yeah, I can feel we, myself getting ready to we're yell. Stealing as well. the thunder from our number one. From our number one, which, which is, is let's say it together. 
<clears throat> oh, Hayden's leaning into. He's yeah. gonna do it with us because it's my number one. Yeah, and Hayden too. It's also it's my number one. That's awesome. Right, say it's oh good. hell yeah! <gasps> Everything, everywhere, all at once. once. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that, that did feel like PBS. By Daniels. <laughs> yeah, by Daniels. Multiple of them. Hell, that's right. I love and I love that mm. part in the movie theater too, yeah. where it was like by Dan. I love. Oh God. Yeah, it's very cute. I need to rewatch it. Because I saw it once, like about a month ago. I mm-hmm. finally watched it. I mean, I saw it twice in theaters. I think there's a re-release going. I think it might have already happened, ma- but I know it wasn't it was anywhere happened. near yeah. us. I don't think. Which oh, that sucks. Um, I want to see it in theaters again, and I want to yeah. watch it on my own a hundred more times. Yeah. First off, everything that anyone, every, everything good about this movie that people say is mm-hmm. all correct. Like, yes. it is good in like an infinite number of ways. Mm-hmm. It's yeah and yeah yeah it, it is such an emotionally poignant movie for me while also making me laugh harder than any movie on this whole list um it is one of the best martial arts films in the last decade uh easily um it yeah, has let's talk about some that. yeah I, the the martial arts is absolutely fantastic Period. yeah michelle yo who is like one Come of on. the tenants of the genre uh, does an amazing job and also gives to me from everything I've seen from her, like her career defining performance here. Uh, she does an amazing job um, as well as, uh, Oh, what's his name? Um, uh, 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 her husband. Yes. Oh yeah. I don't know the it is name. Ken. Uh, sorry. K Hugh Kwan. K. Yeah, he was great. Um, yeah, he has been, it's crazy, because he played short round in Indiana Jones, uh, and was in The Goonies as well, uh, and then would never get roles after that. He didn't retire, but he, nobody was really interested in hiring him. That's so uh, sad. And the Daniels uh, specifically requested him, tried to get him for that script, uh, and his character, um, who is the emotional backbone of the movie, Fully, yeah. he, I mean he puts his whole pussy into it. Um, Period. Pussy. He, he gives an amazing performance, uh, that really made a lot of the more emotional moments for me work very well. Yeah. Um, what really struck me is that, you know, the entire conceit, once you get the inciting incident, you're like, okay, um, the daughter, you know, the evil daughter, you know, paraphrasing all the evil daughter is like in a, that's going to be the climax is mm-hmm. like, they're going to come to heads and then it's going to end whenever she settles it. Mm-hmm. And, but what I love is that they, the two of them spoilers, meet. By the way. Oh yeah. Spoilers by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. I'm sure somebody is by the way. I mean, yeah. Um, what I really loved is that that part, the part that I thought was going to be the end happened in the middle. Mm-hmm. And so, that gave room to continue to explore the story in a very deep way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm talking, phrasing this right. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. what, just what happened in the middle, I assumed was going to be the end and that the whole, there was going to be a lot of maybe filler or something in the middle. Uh, and it would still be good. But I just think the way, like the way the story's told, the pacing of it and the placement of different events mm-hmm. is just so well done. And the placement of humor, like with the hot dog hands, uh-huh. Um, like that part being really obviously very funny, but then her being in the relationship with fucking 
uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character. Like, yeah. and then be, and then that was that's the really best part is the way so that they can take things like that, something ridiculous, and so it obviously it's and very in line with the thesis and the theme of it all. Yeah, um, to take stuff like that and make it tragic and heartwarming and make me genuinely shed actual tears of emotion because a woman gets on a man's shoulders and starts pulling his hair and yeah. piloting him like a, him like a mecca and that makes me cry yeah this is the best movie ever ever and it's just like it's just such a, the good icing on the cake is that they got Michelle Yeoh who's this amazing older actress older um um, like this incredible kung fu actress and I just don't know I just like so many details like her fighting is so fucking good and the fact that like it's her doing all the stunts I assume or most mm-hmm. of them or whatever is so good the fact that her daughter's a lesbian like a lesbian is such a prominent part in this story like it's mm-hmm. an important part of this story is so good and then it's just so and like oh god I don't know I just don't have the words because when I saw it I almost didn't believe that it could be this good and then it could be all these things colliding all at once mm-hmm. and the message could be something which I personally also believe which is that you know in a way life is meaningless but mm-hmm. that's that's what's great about it in some yeah. ways and I just love that kind of philosophy it all just lined up so well for me and it it's just done amazing. I just, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm planning on getting a tattoo for the movie. That's beautiful. The plan for it That's is beautiful. because the whole thing of it is that there's like kind of a yin and yang in the movie and the everything bagel and yeah. the, the the googly eye. And so I want to get an everything bagel with and the center of it is googly. a googly eye. I love that. Um, I love that. Yeah. God. And okay. The part where the daughter goes into the, the abyss and then her mom is like holding her back and then all the like the other people are also holding them back right mm-hmm. am i remembering that correctly and they're yeah. all together pulling back mm-hmm. i'm literally gonna cry thinking about yeah. it and it's like all these strangers who are oh my god oh my god okay i uh-huh. can't like it's, there's i fuck. i'm sure we could go on for a on very long time yeah because uh, so there's so much that's great in this movie do you want to we should all watch it again soon like yeah. literally just watch it like yeah 100 percent. fuck Fuck, um, man. And if you haven't watched it, I, I don't, I feel like don't worry that things necessarily got spoiled. I would say try to avoid spoilers if you can, but for the most part, I think you're fine. And uh, no it will still hit you. We can tell you. Yeah. We'll sour the feeling yeah. that you get from watching it. Um, because it hit me basically just as hard the second time around. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you got to go watch that fucking movie if you haven't seen it. Um, but with that, we're done. We're done, we baby. We done with this podcast. movies forever and ever. We have done this podcast for years now. And yeah. this is finally the last episode. And we're done. Yeah, this is going to be the final episode of Krugel Darlings. We're going to be back next week with another episode. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and just to review, next episode is going to be the one ah, and the only, the beginning ah. of our new hundred, <laughs> the beginning of our 200 year uh, movies a year. 200 year movie. <laughs> the beginning of our 200 movies a year. <laughs> oh no. No? 200 movies a year? 200 billion. In a year. You, 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 you want to watch you twice as many as we did this you year? You don't think you can do it? No. Max. 
That's more than a movie every other day. Max. No, it's not. How many movies did you watch this week in preparation for this episode? I watched like 20 movies this week. <laughs> Wait, no, no, it's if so it's it's two movies a week. Four movies a week. <laughs> uh-huh. So that's yeah, a movie every other day. You could do that. You more watch mo- that. you watch movies all the time. I could. <laughs> Would you? No. All right. We're going to be back in one year. Mark our words. That's crazy. One year from now, where are the four of us going to be? Right? You guys uh, going to have your own podcast? We're going to be guests on that? I, I mean, I hope we've got a whole bunch of podcasts. I, I, ideally, everyone in, in the group has like two or three of their own podcasts. Yeah. And they all like share custody with other people in the group. So it's like a, a big kumbaya sort of like takes a village to raise a podcast network thing where we're all kind of parents of each other's shows, but also responsible and, like, bonded to our own shows. A network. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, I will be doing this remotely from Seattle. I'm just going to... That's that's goal number one, and then goal number two is making it mesh with with the podcast. <laughs> Are you going to be so in like, Seattle? Well, yeah, I, I wanted to do, like, the whole local thing with y'all. And, and do podcasts and stuff with y'all. Yeah, for a little bit. Just from a different state. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, there's a weak bit. Dump button. <laughs> <laughs> Everything everywhere all at once. Huh? It's the what best movie. movie what a movie. Yeah, yeah, where are you going to be in the air? I'm going to, I'm going to be on, I'm going to be on Mars. I got, I got accepted. <gasps> I, I got accepted to the Elon Musk no Mars way. mission. So. Oh my God. Yeah. Good luck paying rent. Uh oh shit. Something just happened. <laughs> <laughs> and guys and for but seriously. But to be honest, did we already say what movie we're watching next week? We're gonna be watching the one, the only the emoji movie. movie. That will be the first movie cataloged in our new one hundred movies a year. You guys are gonna hate it. Y'all are gonna. Hate I've already it. seen it. I it makes me viscerally angry and upset. I fu- I despise it. Not like oh this isn't good. I hate it. It makes me it. mad at the people who made it. I liked it. I mean I didn't love it, but I didn't like it that much. But I liked it. I hate it. I saw it at an outdoor theater, like a uh, like it was a whole event. It was a cookout thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the premiere. Yeah, you guys um, went until. The but with that. We should probably we should probably throw the brakes on this thing. Yeah, let's cut this thing in hey. Let's fucking delete this. Who episode. are we? Scott Ackerman with the Ten Hour Podcast. <laughs> Stand alive. Stand so alive. I have been Maxim Foster. I've been Clayton Chalman. And as always, stay, stay critical, critical, darlings. darlings. Bye. Bye.